Father, we want to praise your name. We bless you. The entrance of your head brings light and illumination. Teach us a word, line upon line, precept upon precept. May we be blessed and anointed as we hear your word preach unto us in Jesus' precious name. Somebody say a big amen. Can you get a Bible and say, this is my Bible? Oh, say we like this is my Bible. Uh, some people didn't bring Bible. Every time you come to church, it's important to have a hard you know, copy Bible. Amen? Amen. Say, this is my Bible. It contains the word of God. I am what he says I am. And I can do what he says I can do. I'm about to receive the rich, unfailing, and grafted word of God, which is able to save my soul and give me an inheritance in the kingdom of God. My life will never be the same Never, never the same in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Hallelujah. Give God a hand of praise, somebody. Oh, oh your hand clapping is weak. It's a weak one. Hallelujah. Amen. Okay. Today, hmm, there are a couple of things I need to share. Uh, I should share. Okay, I'm going to share. Amen. I want to talk about the new creation life. Now, if anybody gives his life to Christ, the Bible says that he becomes a new creation. Amen. Now, these are things that as a Christian, it must be on your fingertips. You must know them hands-on and then work with them. Hallelujah. It's very, very important. Tell somebody it's very important. Okay. Now, 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse number 17. And then we go from 18 to 21. The Bible says, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature or a new creation. All things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. Amen. If anyone be in Christ, that means that the moment somebody surrenders his life to Christ, and comes under the kinship and lordship of our Lord Jesus Christ, the person becomes not a painted being, but he has become a new, complete new person. He's a new creature, a new creation. That means that whatever pertains to your past never exists. Amen? If, what's today's day? 22nd or, or 3rd? 23rd. Assuming you were born 23rd today, January, and then they said last week you had done something. Does it as it? You didn't exist last week. And because you didn't exist last week, you cannot be charged against it. So when you become born again and you have the life of God in you, the old cannot be charged against you. 
have become a new creation. The Bible says that all things are passed away. Whatever is old, we refuse it to enter into the new with you. All things are passed away. That means that the old lifestyle is passed away. The old difficulties are passed away. Whatever it is, it's passed away. And you must believe it. That they are passed away. And the Bible says all things have become new. That means that your mindset has become new. Your dressing has become new. Your attitude has become new. If you are poor, you move from poverty onto prosperity. From obscurity onto notoriety, from confusion onto orderliness, you move to a place where God turns your sad situation into sweetness and then converts uh, your pain onto pleasure, picks you from the back seat to the front seat, from the bottom to the top, from shame onto glory. He makes you completely new. Amen. Verse 18, let's quickly look at it. The Bible says that, and all things are of God who has reconciled us to himself. By Jesus Christ. So right now, when you give your life to Jesus Christ, you've been reconciled. You have been reconnected to Christ. Uh, I mean, to the Lord. Amen? Amen. By Jesus Christ. So Jesus Christ has become the medium or the vehicle by means of which you are now connected to God. And so you are a God person. That's what I'm a God person. And that's how you become a Christian. You know, the Bible says in... Uh, John 1, 11 and 12, he came unto his own, but his own received him all. But as many as received him, he gave them the power to become the children of God. So, or the sons of God, as many as received him. Have you received him, Jesus? Then the Bible says that you've been given the power, the right of atonid, to become a son of God or a child of God, even to them that believe on his name. Hallelujah. Okay, so just as a way of introduction, the Bible says that if anyone be in Christ, he is. Someone say he is. Not he will be, he is. Not he will be a new creature, he is. Not when you go to heaven that you be a new person, you are. Tell somebody, I am a new creature. I am a new person. Yeah, that's why I say if anyone be, anyone in, be in Christ, he is a new creature. Now, the first thing you must understand is that man is trapezoid in nature. Three-dimensional. Man is trapezoid in nature. Man is a spirit. He possesses a soul and dwells in a body. Say it after me. Man is trapezoid in nature. He's a spirit. Possesses a soul and dwells in a body. Yeah. So your real you is your spirit. And every spirit has a soul. Your spirit gives you God consciousness. Your spirit makes you relate to God. Your soul gives you self-consciousness. It makes you become conscious of yourself. And your body gives you world consciousness. Anybody who's got to live on earth must have a body. That's the reason why Jesus Christ, Jesus, God prepared for God to come and live on earth. He had to prepare himself a body. Jesus to come and live on earth. Amen to come and live on earth. And that's why even angels, you know, angels are spirit beings. Is that right? But sometimes for angels to relate to human beings in a particular way, angels take on human form. And that's why, you know, scripture says that when you meet strangers, treat them well, for you may not know that you'll be entertaining angels. So anybody that has to stay on earth legitimately needs a body. And that's the reason why demonic spirits also, when they want to be able to harass people, they use uh, 
bodies. They try to enter into bodies. They will enter into animals. They may enter into trees. They may enter into river bodies. They, uh, 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 and then they enter into human beings. But the reason why they like human beings is because the human being has the highest form of expression. And because the human being has the highest form of expression, they like to end human being, a human being has a high cranial capacity and is very intuitive and, you know, inventive. And so the demons are able to use their skills and their abilities <laughs> to be able to destroy. I hope you get what I'm saying. Okay. So, today, man is trapezoid in nature. He's a spirit. He possesses a soul, dwells in a body. His spirit gives him what? God consciousness. The spirit gives him what? God consciousness. Jacob, you are not writing. Did you write that? His spirit gives him God consciousness. His soul gives him well, uh, self-consciousness. And his, his body gives him world consciousness. Have you written that? I'm coming to inspect. Amen. Yeah. The soul consists of the, your will, your emotions, and your intellect. And then the mind is the doorway to the soul. The soul consists of your will. Your will is your desire. Your emotions are your feelings and your intellect. That's your thinking or reasoning ability. Is that right? Good. And that's the reason why uh, when, when uh, God uses your thinking ability, he uses your feelings, he uses all those things in order to operate. And the devil also uses it. So whoever you, you submit your soul to, the person is going to use you. And the soul is very crucial. Now, the doorway to the soul is the mind. So whoever gains your mind, gains control over your life. Because whatever enters your mind has an influence over your soul, which consists of your spirit, sorry, your, your, uh, your will, your emotions, and your intellect. And if your will is taken over by something, and that's it. And whatever you will to do, your body flows with it. <laughs> if you will to eat a particular food, your body goes in that direction to look for the food. If you will to go to a particular school, you, 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 you move in that direction. Is that right? Okay. Now, the, so just to prove the fact that man is trapezoid in Asia, 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 23. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse number 23. Paul said, and the very God of it. Let's read together. One, two. You see, when you read scripture, you see, the way we Christians read the scripture is not the way the Jews read. read. Jews read scripture by opening their mouths. Yeah. And that is what helps you to internalize a thing better. We just look at it. And that's what the Muslims also do. And so they have a, very, a, a better grasp of the thing. And as you also say, you vocalize it, it helps you to believe it more. Amen? So let's read it. One, two. And the very God of peace sanctify you wholly. So God is able to sanctify you wholly. And I pray God your whole spirit and soul and body be preserved blameless unto the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Have you realized that? So it means that your, your, your spirit can be blameless, your soul can be blameless, and your body can be blameless. And each of them too can be blameful. But when you submit them to God, then they become what? Blameless. 
But the point here is that you can see Paul mentioning your whole what? Spirit. I pray that your whole spirit, soul, and body. So he's talking about the fact that man is trapatite in nature. So I'm not propounding some theories. I am speaking scripture. Amen? Yeah, don't say the man has become very philosophical and psychological. He's going to learn some Sigmund Freud and Piaget's theory and, uh, and co. No, I am I'm quoting scriptures unto you. Okay, the second point you have to know is that the spirit of an unsaved person is dead and desperately wicked. That's the reason we need to pray and we need to preach to people. Amen? The spirit of an unsaved, write it. I'm giving you seven cogent points today. The first point is that man is a spirit. He has a soul and lives in a body. So the real you is your spirit. Your real you is your spirit. You know. And the, the body is only a container. And the soul helps you to be able to maneuver on earth. Now the second point is that the spirit of... So now that we know that the real man is a spirit, right? right? When we say the spirit of an unsaved man or an unsaved person is dead. His spirit is dead and desperately wicked. And I'm going to prove to you that the spirit of an unsaved man is number one, is dead and desperately wicked. First, let me give you the scripture. Jeremiah chapter 17, verse number 9. You must know all these things when you, you know, you can use it to preach. Preach it when you meet people. You need to become a new creation. And then you, you explain to them that every human being, you are three, uh, three dimension in nature. You know, people think that when you die, you are dead and gone. No, when you die, you are dead. They say, Spirit, every spirit, every person who dies, even when you die, the spirit is still, your person is still alive. His spirit is alive. Amen. Okay, so I will come to that later. Okay, so let's read it. The heart of what? The heart is? The heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? And it's true. Hey, human beings, we can be wicked, though. I hear one man, he, he was invited to preach in a church. Then he said, the title of my preaching today is Onipa Ebad. Onipa Ebad, yeah, Onipa Ebad. The heart is deceitful. The heart can deceive people. There are people when they tell you, look up. Without discerning, they'll kill you. When they say, look up, you better look down. When they say, look down, you better look up. The heart is deceitful above all else things. And desperately what? Wicked. Desperately wicked. So you see that the heart of an unsaved person is wicked. The reason why it's wicked is because that heart is for the devil. And the devil controls the person the way he is. It is natural, listen, it is natural for an unbeliever to do anything, an unsaved person. It's natural for him to cut off somebody's head. It's natural for him to steal. It's natural for him to do anything. If you are married to an unsaved man, it is natural for the man to 
I mean, almost every night want to have a different woman. He, is, he has an animalistic instinct and an animalistic life. And without the spirit of God, he cannot control himself. Hello? Yeah. Without the spirit of God. And advice won't change them. That's what they are telling you. Advice doesn't change people. It is the power of the gospel that changes people. Yes. Advice doesn't change people. You can give advice to a person and it sounds okay in the person's head. And the person may even want to keep to the advice. But there's, a, a, there's another law that is operating in the person's life. That is the law of sin and death. And the law of sin and death makes the person do the wrong thing. Even though he might want to do the right thing. But it is only when Jesus enters a person's life that the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus sets him free from the law of sin and death. Yeah, yeah. So it's a natural thing. Look, put your hand over there. Go to Romans chapter 8. It's a natural thing for an unbeliever to do a wrong thing. It's natural. Look, if an unbeliever slaps you, it's natural. If he insults you, it's natural. If you have got a boyfriend who is an unbeliever and is going for after, you know, girls, it's natural. It's, it's, it's natural. That's why the Bible says, go, uh, do not be unequally yoked with an unbeliever and don't try to go and marry an unbeliever. Are you getting me? Yeah, whether it's a, it's a man or a woman or whatever, it means that that is your That is your own. That is your portion. That is what you chose. Amen. Uh-huh. That chose. And it's not because, person could be a good person, but there's something that is operating. See, the reason we must have compassion for the lost is because there is something, some, some, something that is ruling them. Something external. Are you getting me? It is something strong and something very powerful which is external that controls them so they don't control themselves. Can you do Romans chapter 8 verse 1 and 2 for me, sir? Let's read it. There is therefore now no condemnation to them who are in Christ Jesus. Have you seen it? So if you, are, you become a new creation, what are you? The, if you give your life to Christ, you are a new creation and therefore you are not under what? Condemnation. There is therefore no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus who walk not after the flesh but after what? The spirit. That means that those who are in Christ Jesus are to walk, they have the capacity and the capability to be able to walk not after the flesh but after the spirit. Amen. Amen. And because of that, they are not under condemnation. Now verse number two. Verse number two says that because the, the reason why they are not under condemnation is because the law of the spirit of life, it's a law, the law of the spirit of life or the governing ability of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free. Paul said what? The, the, the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. So when anybody is not saved, the person is under the law, he's operating under the law of sin and death. Anybody who is not born again is operating under what? The law of sin and death. And the wages of sin is what? Death. So the law of sin and death. The person lives in sin and dies spiritually or is dead spiritually. The law of sin and death. That's what the person is operating in. And when the person gives his life to Christ, now he moves from the law of sin and death and operates in the law of the spirit of life, which is in Christ Jesus. The law of the spirit of life, which is in Christ Jesus. And that law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus enables you to be able to overcome the law of sin and death. 
Paul said in Romans chapter 7, you know, when the last scripture, I think the 20, uh, 2021, he said, the good things I want to do, I'm not able to do. But the evil things that I don't want to do, I end up doing. Oh, wretched man that I am. But thanks be to God. Are you getting me? Oh, wretched man that I am. Who shall deliver me from the body of this death? Uh-huh. But he said what? I thank God through Jesus Christ, our God. So then with my mind, I myself serve the law of God, but with the flesh, the law of what? Sin. Have you seen it? Law of what? Sin and death. Then, 20, the next verse. There's therefore now no condemnation to those who are what? In Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has set me free from the law of sin and death. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Yeah. And uh, at that time, I was giving some very interesting, forgive me for this illustration, but it's, uh, I'm not looking down on our country or whatever, but in a, in, in a, there is a law. In Ghana, you can find people who throw rubbish anywhere. Is that not it? Uh-huh. So let's equate that to the law of sin and death. Is that right? It's operating here. So here, I mean, you can throw rubbish. You can just literally, and there are people even, they, they do stuff in their room. In their, you understand, do stuff in their house. And then they put in a rubber, rubber bag. And as they are going, as if they are holding something in a black bag, in a black bag. And then they throw it around. Yeah, they throw it around. You know, they, they, people do that. So that's the law of sin and death. Is that right? People chew gum and throw it all over the place. But when you go to countries like Singapore and other developed countries, you, you, cannot, you cannot be chewing gum and you cannot carry your black you know, whatever from your house and throw it around or your rubbish or you cut trees and you, you see people burning rubbish in their house behind somebody's window. You see? So you realize that in Ghana, less liking the, our throwing of rubbish around as operating under law of sin and death. And then when you go to the other places, realize that they are speak and span regarding this. They, there's a certain law that ensures cleanliness. And that's the law of what? Spirit of life in Christ Jesus. So now, the moment that you leave Ghana to go to a place like Singapore, a certain law begins to operate in your life that now overcomes the law of carelessly throwing rubbish away. So you have overcome the law of sin and death by the law of spirit of life, which is in Singapore. <laughs> I hope you are following me. Good. So when you give your life to Christ, this is what happens to you. Amen. Amen. So that is what gives you the grace now to be able to overcome certain things. You feel like stealing, you st- don't steal. You feel like lying, you don't lie because now you realize that in fact the appetite for stealing leaves you. The appetite for fornication leaves you. The appetite for drinking leaves you. The appetite for smoking leaves you. The appetite for doing the wrong thing. If you are someone who likes fighting, you know, used to fight, used to insult. When you insult, it's as if you have attended an insulting university. Now, when you give your life to Christ, you realize that that app there is as you submit yourself to the Holy Spirit and to the Word of God, a new law begins to operate in your life that gains ascendancy over that old lifestyle and gives you the upper hand. And so now you find out that you begin to live the life of God. Without struggle, 
you live a life of God. You begin to like people. You that you didn't used to like people, you like people. You have compassion for them. When you are eating, you're asking yourself, has my brother eaten? When you are wearing dress, you say, how, how, can, how can my, also my brother also, as I'm wearing shirt and tie, let my brother also wear shirt and tie. Let my person, uh, it's a, it's a, God's love begins to operate in your life. Amen. <laughs> Amen? Okay, so that's the second point. Now, so the spirit of man, of an unsaved person, we say is what? Is dead. So anybody who is not saved, is spiritually what? Dead. Is spiritually what? Dead. And I'll, I'll prove to you. Ezekiel chapter 18, verse number 20. Ezekiel 18, verse number 20. The Bible says that the soul that sins, it shall what? Die. Okay. Now, if the soul that sins shall die, Romans chapter 3, verse 23 says that for all have what? Sinned. Romans 3, 23. Let's do it quick, please. Hit the button for us. Please, if it's possible to sit down so that for all have what? Sinned and come short of the glory of God. For all have sinned. Is that right? The soul that sinned shall die. For all have what? Sinned. When did we all sin? When Adam and Eve sinned against God by disobeying God's word. And since we are descendants of Adam and Eve, then the sin has gotten into us. Why? Because you see, we, 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 inherit, we inherit things from our parents genetically. Everybody looks like their parents in one way or the other. Either phenotypically or genotypically, you inherit the genes of your parents. The way they walk, they do the way they do many things. So the sin nature was also inherited. That's why David said, in sin was I conceived. I was even conceived in sin. So the sin nature is in us. And that's the reason why we don't teach children how to sin. You see even baby slapping. When the baby wants the food and it's not getting the food, you slap the mother. You know, and things like that. It is a nature. It's a sin nature. Hallelujah. Okay. Now, Romans chapter 6 verse 23 says, If all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God, the wages or the penalty or the salary for sinning is what? Death. Have you fo- are you following that? That is why I said the spirit of an unsaved man is what? Dead. And that word death there is talking about to be eternally separated from God. To be separated. Tell somebody to be separated from God. You are separated from the life of God. And because you are separated from the life of God, it makes you now, it makes your life available to the devil and you come under the control of and influence of the devil. So the devil influences you and makes, since the devil is a wicked devil, he puts his wickedness in you. And so the exhibition of your life is a life of the devil, which is a life of wickedness. Are you following me, somebody? Good. Now, in John chapter 5, verse 24, I'm still giving you scriptures regarding the fact that the spirit of an unsaved man is dead. Verily, verily, I say unto you, read it with me, he that hears my word, these were the words of Jesus, and believes on him that sent me, has everlasting life. Jesus said, the one who believes in, in the one, the fact that you believe in the one who sent me, he has what? Everlasting life and shall not come into condemnation, but is passed from death unto life. So when you you believe in Jesus Christ and you give a life to Him as a new creation, you pass, you are you have moved from death unto life. You have passed from death. Not you will pass, but you have passed. You have passed. 
is passed from death unto life. That is present participle. You are passed from death. What is the death here? The spiritual death. And spiritual death means a life that is disconnected from God. So anybody who is not born again, the person's life is disconnected from God. His prayer is not heard by God because he has no relationship with God. The prayer of a sinner is only a prayer of repentance. That's the prayer God hears. Are you following me? That you, generally speaking, that's, you know, that, that's the language God hears. That the person. So the moment you, you give your life to Christ, you are passed from death unto life. That's why I'm passed from death unto life. And I've received a new life, the life of God. Amen. How do I know that you are apart from death unto life? Colossians chapter 1, verse 13 and 14. Colossians 1, 13 and 14. Who has delivered us from the power of darkness? So the moment you give your life to Jesus, you have moved from darkness, from the work of the enemy. Who has delivered us from the power of darkness and has translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. Hallelujah. You have passed from darkness. This is apart from darkness into the kingdom of his dear son. Amen. So anybody who is in Christ is what? He's a new creation. Someone says a new creation. Yeah. All things are passed away. And the Bible says that in whom we have redemption through his blood. That means that his blood has now bought us. Mojanato. Amen. Yeah. The blood of Jesus is the purchasing currency that bought us from Satan's slave market. And when you buy something from a, a supermarket, they give you a receipt, which indicates that it's paid for. And the word of God is a receipt that shows that Jesus paid for your sins and paid for your salvation and paid for your poverty. You've got no business being poor. If you are, you, you, the moment, listen to me. A child of a king is a prince. Princes don't beg. Hello? Prince, Prince Harry doesn't beg. Prince Charles doesn't beg. Prince William doesn't beg. And so Prince Eugene shouldn't beg. Princess Nana shouldn't beg. Amen. Prince Coleman shouldn't beg. Amen. And you see, they are princes of the United Kingdom. We are princes and princesses of the heavenly kingdom. Amen. Where there is no limitation. Amen. They have limited jurisdiction. God has control over all the, all, all the nations of the world. And the whole universe, all the constellations, means that wherever God has to pull what to make it available unto you, He will do it. Amen. Look at what parents will do. They will do everything to make life comfortable for their children. How much more Jehovah God, who has no limitation? Amen. In whom we have redemption. So tell somebody, I have been delivered. From the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of the dear son of God. Tukwe is in the kingdom of darkness. You don't belong to the kingdom of darkness. So Tukwe has no business with you. You are in the kingdom of light. 
Eh? Anything that is in the that operates in the kingdom of darkness minus you. Amen. You have moved. Listen, you, you see, you've got to be, you've got to internalize it. You've got to hear it. You got to believe it. And it must enter 18 inches into your heart. From the head down into your heart is 18 inches. One and a half feet into your heart. To believe it. And when you believe it, you shall have it. Amen. And the Bible says you shall have what you say. And out of the abundance of the heart. So as you are believing and you speak it, it will happen. Amen. Yeah. yeah. You're a new person. Tell someone I'm a brand new creation. All things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Amen. Yeah. You have moved out of condemnation. Tell someone, I'm a new creation. I'm a brand new man. All things have passed away. I'm born again. More than a conqueror. That's what I am. I'm a new creation. I'm a brand new. What? You didn't attend the SUA? Because you know we are bad, but I won't pay us you. When I'm with Jahonam, we are Kona 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 Kona, Yaka, Kwasua, Muye. I have to know these songs. These are real Christian songs, though. The church now has turned to merchandise and we have gone to they are going to display our cars and our you know our dresses and things like that. The church must have Christ back again. Amen. It must have salvation again. Amen. Must have deliverance again. Amen. Must have the life of God again. Amen. Must have the presence of God again. Amen. When we come into church, we must, we must have the spirit of Anna. Analyzation. Anna. Staying in God. Praying in God, serving God with fasting, and serving God with prayers, day and night, and reading the Bible. Ah, hallelujah. Ah, spirit of honor, commitment unto God. I am a new creation. I'm a brand new man. Sandra, you're not singing. Oh, things are passed away. Everybody, do it. Brother Katia. Things are new. I'm born again. More than a conqueror. You see, you are not going to her school. Wait, wait. I used to go to her school to go and preach. When she sees me, she was even be dodging me. I used to go to her school. I course, more international. And she, she was not going to the school. That's why she doesn't know how to sing. Yeah, I was going to. Yeah, you know, so going. They were doing those were people were doing hiding, hiding at the corner there. See, and now she has gone and come to sit behind the pastor because a lady and she said, "As you know, because she didn't go to SU. I'm taking all of you to SU. I'm a new creation. I'm a brand new man. Oh, this, oh, this, I pass away." I'm born again. I'm born again. More than a conqueror. More than a conqueror. That's what I am. That's what I am. I am a new. I am a new creation. I'm a brand new man. I'm a brand new man. I'm a brand. I'm a new creation. I'm a brand new. All things are passed away. All things are passed. I'm born again. More than a conqueror. More than a 
a creative ability. And Bible says that we are born again not by corruptible seed. Every human seed is corruptible. Your seed is corruptible. Your seed is corruptible. So when you give birth, your child will begin to sin and misbehave. It is only when your child comes to Christ that the misbehavior will stop. So we are born again not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible. And, the, and, and what's the incorruptible seed? By the word of God. So the word of God has, is an incorruptible seed. That's the reason when somebody receives the word of God, incorruptibility enters into the person's life. The person's life moves from a life of corruption, a life of stealing, a life of lying, a life of wickedness, to a life of love, and a life of caring, and a life of righteousness. Yeah. Yeah, that is why we say that the spirit of a saved man is righteous. That means that righteous means righteousness is having the life of God in you. So when we say the spirit of a saved man is righteous, it means that the spirit of a saved man has God's own kind of life. Amen? Yeah. When you, when you see Pastor Johnny, see he has a resemblance with mom. I, I haven't met the dad, but at least there's some, some resemblance with mom. The children also look like them. Eh? The second born, when you see Pastor Johnny's childhood picture and a, apart from the fact that she's a girl, you would think that that's Pastor Johnny standing over there. You know? Yeah. Because she has inherited what? A, the, the, a, a seed. So when you have the seed, you are born by the seed of the word of God. What changes a person is a seed. You look like somebody because you have the person's seed. So you look like the devil when you have the devil's seed. And you begin to look like God when you got God's seed in you. Amen. 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 When you got God's seed in you. So you will become like the person whose seed you inherited. So when you become born again, by receiving the incorruptible word of God, which lives and abides forever, your spirit man, you, you also change and you have a life that, that you live and abide forever where you, you do not die to go to hell, but you live with God forever. One day, you, only your spirit will be squeezed out of this, your black body or your fair body or whatever, but you are going to be with God forever. Amen. Am I here with somebody here? Yes. Can I have an amen? amen. Yeah. Romans, so 2 Corinthians 5.17, if anyone be in Christ, what? It's a new creation. All things are passed away. All things are become what? New. Mm. There's this scripture that says that, that you put on the new man, which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. Look, look for it for me. That you put on the new man. The new man is created after God in righteousness. Amen. Okay, now, the fourth thing is that after you are born again, watch this, your spirit is a newborn baby and must grow. Uh-huh. Very good. Put the scripture there, Ephesians chapter 4, verse 24.
Now, when you get born again, see, you must put on what? The new man, which after God is created in righteousness and true what? Holiness. And the new creation is, a new creation person is righteous and truly what? Holy. Okay, good. Now, let's jump to the verse of the next point. After you are born again, your spirit is a newborn baby. And it must what? Grow. Amen? Yeah. When a child is born, it's a baby. Is that not it? And babies must do what? They must grow. They must do what? Grow. So, First Peter chapter 2, verse 2. So, when you get born again, what you have to understand is that we say man is what? Trapatite in nature, spirit, soul, and body. Now, the part of you that gets born again, listen to this carefully. The part of you that gets born again is not your flesh. And it, it's not your body, and it is not your mind. It is your spirit. Are you following me? It is your spirit. The Bible says, Marvel not, I say unto you, you must be born again. Is that not it? That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the spirit is what? Spirit. So, the flesh gives birth to the flesh. Every human being, when you give birth, what you give birth to is the flesh. And the spirit of God gives birth to your spirit. Are you following me? Good. The spirit of God gives birth to your spirit. Now, when, when a child is born, the child starts as a baby. And babies can be very selfish. Babies can be very irritable. Is that not it? And as they're growing up, and when they get into a child who says, this one has done this to me, this one has done that to me, and then the baby is lying down, the next moment is screaming, you don't know whether they want food to eat, whether I want to poo, whether I want to... I mean, it, 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 it takes another skill to take care of babes. And the Bible says that as newborn babes desire zelu, the sincere milk of the word that you may grow thereby. It means that you must grow up. If you don't grow, if you don't, and you must desire the sincere. If they're sincere, that means there's insincere. And some versions say pure. And if there's pure, then there's impure. So you must desire what? The pure word of God. You must desire the sincere milk of the word. Because there are some type of milk, if it is not pure, if the milk is not pure, the baby will run and will be dehydrated. So if you don't take in the right word of God, the right kind of scripture, the right kind of teachings, you end up and you go and then read, read some mix, 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 and people are telling some story, um, um, tithing is not correct, this is not correct, it's not important to fast, it's not important to pray that man, you can do this and that and still be okay, you know, and be, I mean, you can have a boyfriend and you can have a, you are married and you can have in Katikonto and then, you know, you know, kind of thing, you know, you can still move around and you still speak in tongues, shalababa, he said my tongues are still there, so it means I'm born again, no, 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 that's an insincere look. That's an impure milk. You begin to run. Amen? Yeah. You have, you have running tummy. Spiritual running tummy. So it says, as newborn babes, desire the sincere milk of the word that you may grow thereby. It means that God wants you to grow. Amen. You don't have to stay as a baby. You have a child 
and the child is five years and the child is still crawling. And the child is ten years and you are still putting diapers. And the child doesn't know how to use the bathroom by himself or herself. What kind of child is that? No, they were expecting that your child will grow. And you are still spoon feeding the child. You are, you are the one who takes, the child is growing up and the child still wants banquet. And you are the one putting a thing. What kind of child is this? You expect the child to grow up. Amen. Amen. And, but you see, many of us Christians, we don't grow up. Everything is a pastor. And everything is a, this person is the reason why I'm not this. This person is the reason. You are not growing up. You don't know how to pray yourself. You don't know the basic scriptures. You don't know the basic scriptures. Every time, Razi Humabai. Razi Humabai. Oye? 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 Same, same. You must know. And even sometimes when we say, let's pray, some of you, every time is tongues. It's good to pray in tongues, but you must know what you are praying about. Amen? You are praying for a business, you are praying for the. Know the business, know the scripture that goes with it, then add the tongues. But not that shall we pray. La ba la ba, shala ba ba. What are we praying about? We are praying. Shala ba ba, shala ba la ba. What are we praying? We are praying. What are what are you praying about? You must have something to pray about. It must be in your mind and in your heart. Amen. That is why sometimes we have you realized when we are giving prayer topics in the church, we we don't just say shall we pray? Shala ba ba la. We say the thing. We give you scripture related to it. And we start it even with you to confess it so that you will say it. Because what you say is what will be actualized in your life. Amen. Yeah. What you say and you believe that is what it's going to be. So it's very important that you say it. Open your mouth. Say it. Open your mouth. Lord, I want a, a, I want a white shirt. I want a green shirt. I want this. I want a husband. I want a wife. I want this kind of husband. I want this kind of wife. I want this kind of thing. Don't just ask. Her You've got to be specific. You've got to ask for stuff and ask and say, Lord, this is it. Ask. Amen. Amen. And the Bible says, ask and you shall receive. Seek and you find. Knock and shall be opened. Hallelujah. Amen. So, the, after you are born again, I said your spirit is what? It's a newborn baby and that must what? Grow. So watch it. Why must it grow? Because you see, this your flesh has lived for 20 something years. Hmm? Your mind has also been working in a particular way for 20 something years. Or for over 10 years. Over 30 years. Before you came to know the Lord. So this your flesh and your mind is older than your spirit. Are you getting me? So the spirit of God that is in you is a baby spirit. And your will and your desires and co is an adult one. Which means that if your spirit is going to gain ascendancy over your body and do things, it should, have, it should grow up. And when it grows... Then you will be able to have a control over your flesh. As for your body, there is boy, boy. Anything that you tell the body to do, it will do. Hello? Yeah. So, when your spirit grows up, then your spirit will begin to have an influence over your soul. Your spirit gives you God consciousness, but your soul gives you well consciousness. So whatever you are going to do in this world depends on your soul. That's why when you get born again, you don't... God doesn't take away your brains. 
Amen? That's why we choose what we want to wear. That's why we choose what we want to eat. So your will is in place. Your will, your emotions, and your intellect, your reasoning ability is part of your what? It's part of your soul. Is that right? Yeah. So it means that whatever enters your will, your emotions, and your intellect is going to control your body. Am I teaching you something here? So you see, you can find somebody who becomes born again and he can live like a total unbeliever. He has given his life to Christ. He likes the Lord. But then he's living a total unbelieving life because of the fact that his mind is still a cake. That antiquated way of thinking. 25 years of walking in a certain rut. R-U-T. A certain kind of lifestyle. He's in a certain kind of hole. He hasn't come out. And because he hasn't come out, it's the same way. You see, some years ago, I went to, I was preaching in a certain town in city in Germany. And the pastor's wife was the one leading president of worship. She had left Ghana, more than those about probably 15 years or more, and over there. And the song she was singing was 15 years ago song that we were singing in Ghana. That we have long gone past those we are not. So when I went to church on shore, she, she kept singing all those kinds of things. No, this woman, she hasn't grown up. She's, she's uh, about 15 years. Ever since she left Ghana, she hasn't learned all the songs. She, her babyism song that she knew in Ghana, that is all she keeps singing. And when you become born again, you realize that your old lifestyle, that is what is going to govern you until you are able to control, have, change your mind, change the way you do things. And when you change your mind, then it's going to change the way you're going to do things. So that takes us to the next point. After you are saved, your mind, that's the fifth point, your mind is still the same. And so it must be renewed. After you are saved, your mind is still the same. And so it must be renewed. This teaching I'm giving you, you need to know it. And teach it to your friends. When you get a new convert, these are fundamental scriptures, things that you must teach them. But last week, it was only one verse. This year, I will read one chapter. This year, I will pray 30 minutes a day. Oh no, this year, at least one hour. Because Jesus said, could you not wait with me at least one hour? It means that one hour should be the minimum for any Christian. Listen, if you have to survive before the devil, you must be a praying person. And don't depend on people who say, we are praying for you, we are praying for you. Don't depend. Thank God that the people are praying for you. But let them be praying with you, that you yourself join the prayer. So in case they are not doing it, you, you are doing your own. Amen. You are safe and secure. You don't say, oh, my friend is praying for me. The pastor is my friend. <laughs> I have a prophet. I've, given, I've gone to give him offering. <laughs> he is praying for me. <laughs> prophet, yeah. one day, one day, or somebody in, in Dusseldorf, and then some prophet, we had gone there, and they asked now, prophet, I want to say, the lady said, oh, my friend, I don't know what kind of inquiry, but I don't say machine inquiry. Machine inquiry, manada. I have given him soup. He's asleep. He's asleep. But I saw what my prophet inquired. 
say why do you have to publicize it but that unka say prophet rest no yeah you are so machine unkwan but it leaves a lot you know the mind is you see all of you are machine unkwan you are imagining uh, uh, your mind is somewhere yeah, your mind is the blood of jesus <laughs> hallelujah are, are you following what i'm teaching you if one man of god says something very amazing he said he had a very good friend he loved the friend he preached to the friend and the friend said after this preaching i feel something i feel new he said really then he, he prayed for holy ghost baptism for him then the guy started speaking in tongues. He was preaching, praying in tongues. Hey, he was very happy. Then he left him. After some five hours, he went back to go and check up on him, how his friend was doing. As he got there, lo and behold, the guy's girlfriend had come. And they were having sex. Can you imagine? The day that he had, the guy had given his life to Christ, truly had become born again. Truly had become, he was speaking in tongues. But, what is it? He had not brought his body under. When you get born again, your spirit is saved by the spirit, was a baby spirit. Are you getting me? Was baby. The mind was the same until you renew it with the word of God. To know that my body is a temple of the Holy Spirit and therefore I do not have to engage in this. And when that mind comes, then that mind, knowing that my body is a temple of the Holy Spirit, helps you to be able to control your body. So you bring your body under when the desire comes. Are you following me? The truth is that, listen, the desire will come. The temptation will come. suggestion from the devil is a temptation good or bad every any suggestion that you hear go and marry this person go and sleep with this person take this money do this do the any suggestion of the devil that you that comes he said even the devil, the devil told jesus if you're a son of god turn these stones into bread was that sin but it was once it's from the devil it's a temptation once anything that is from the devil, anything that is not in the word of God, that is coming to you in a very forceful way, is a temptation. How do you overcome temptation? How do you overcome temptation? Eh? How do you overcome temptation? What is one of the ways to overcome temptation? Oh! How do you overcome temptation? Yeah. What did Jesus say about temptation? Eh? Pray that you do not fall into what? Temptation. The spirit is what? Willing, but the flesh is what? Weak. This, this flesh is weak. And so the way to overcome the flesh is to be able to pray. When you pray, you strengthen the spirit. And when the spirit is stronger than the flesh, it overcomes the desires of the flesh. So, a person who doesn't pray is becoming weak and will operate, will follow the desires of the flesh. Yes. That's the reason why, no matter who you are, whether you are spiritual Hercules, you must keep praying to reinforce your strength. Because if you do not reinforce it, if you don't keep exercising, your, your energy level will be going low. 
So if you do not keep exercising yourself in prayer, you'll be going down. And one of the times that sometimes you can go down is after exploits. After you have ministered. That's why sometimes after Jesus had ministered, he'll go and hide somewhere and pray. Because after you have ministered, virtue has left you. And that is where the devil is coming for you. Say, I am coming for you. I am coming for you. I am coming for you. I'm coming. That's why it's always advice. They advice. In fact, in, in many, uh, in many uh, mainline churches and go, those days, if you are not married, they may not even permit you to, you know, uh, become a minister. Then, because after ministering, virtue has gone out of you. And if you are left alone, and you have not refueled yourself, then you see that the temptation can come. And that's why after you have to hide yourself and refuel yourself, you don't lavish in the breakthroughs that you had. But you go into a presence and say, renew my spirit. You pray for a renewal of spirit. You have to become like the eagle who go daily and bear yourself up unto God that the hand of God will touch you. Amen. <laughs> Amen. So after you get born again, you can smoke, you can drink, you can do everything that the flesh is telling you until you keep the body what? And tell somebody keep the body, the flesh, the flesh under. Now, the final thing, after you are born again, your mind is still open to all kinds of thoughts. That's the final one. Point number seven. Your mind is open to all kinds of thoughts. Don't think that because you are born again, you'll be thinking about holy things. Hello? No, no, you will not think about holy things. Jacob, do you think about holy things all the time? Sorry? At times negative thoughts come, yes. Yeah, you, yeah that's it. They will fight. The devil come and tell you a failure. The devil tell, come and look at you and say, look at your classmates. Look at this, your friend. Look at what they have. Look at you. Look at your children. What are your children? Look at where your, 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 your friends are. Look at the house they live in. And you say, every day you are doing yami, yami, yami. Me, yami, me, yami. You better go and think and uh, then they quote, God helps those who help themselves. You see, it's never in the Bible. It's never in the Bible. But the devil quotes something to you. And then will tell you and all those kinds of lies. And you've got to be strong. You have to know what the word of God says. So what do you have to do when you all kinds of thoughts? So remember that even though you are born again, bad thoughts will come to you. So what do you do? Philippians chapter 4 verse 8 must come into your mind. Philippians chapter 4 verse 8. Janet, are you okay? Or you are tired, eh? You want me to close? It is not your face that will make me stop there. This Let's read it. Don't worry, this. Finally, what? Brethren, what things soever what? Are true. What things soever are noble. What things soever are just. What things forever are pure? What things forever are lovely? What things forever are of what? Good report. If there is any virtue, that's excellence. And if there is anything what? Praiseworthy. 
Meditate on these things. The word meditate means what? Think deeply on these things. So the things that you're supposed to think about are things that are true in the light of the word of God. Things that are noble. Things that are just. Things that are pure. Amen. Amen. Let your mind stay on pure things. Isaiah 26, 3. That will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee. Let your mind be stayed on God. Let your mind be stayed on God's word. Amen. Let your mind be stayed on God. When you are not married, let your mind go on the scripture which says that the Lord puts a solitary into what? Family. Amen. And because of that, you are going to be put in a family and you will marry. And believe that. And let your mind go onto Psalm 113, verse 7 to 9. He raises the poor. When the devil comes and says, you're going to be poor and you are going to look at your condition. Bible says, he raises the poor out of the dust. I may be financially poor. I may be spiritually poor. I may be maritally poor. But the Bible says that he, God, raises the poor out of the dust. The dust is talking about a place of shame and leaves the needy out of the dunghill or the ash heap. I am coming out of the poverty. I'm out coming out because the Bible says and that he may seat him with princes. I'm going to be walking the corridors of power. Yeah. Hey, that's what God says I am going to become. And I choose to believe God's word. Yeah. Amen. Even the princes of his people. And verse 9 says, he maketh the barren woman to keep house and to become a joyful mother of what? Children. It means that God is going to cause me, before a woman keeps house in those days, it means to keep house means to, to, to be married. It means I'm going to marry. And I'm going to become, not only married, but have become what? A joyful mother of what? Children. So shall it be. I said, so shall it be. Unto me in the name of Jesus. Can I have an amen? Then you go to Psalm 112, verse 2 and 3. Kabo Shabahandalabas. King James. The seed of the upright shall what? Be mighty. Hallelujah. Just what my seed shall be mighty. My children shall be mighty. In the Bible says the seed of the upright shall be mighty means I will have seed. And my seed shall be mighty. I have children. Seed is talking to also talking about your investment. Amen. And the generation of the upright shall be what? Blessed. And because I'm, I, I'm upright, my generation is blessed. Amen. Wealth and riches shall be in his house. Wealth and riches shall be in my house. Amen. Thank you. That is what must stay in your mind. Wealth and riches shall be in his house. And his righteousness endureth for... Oh my God. You missed a place to give God a hand of praise. <laughs> Psalm 128. Psalm 128. Kaba shono bababa. Believe this. Let it enter your spirit. Psalm 128. Blessed is everyone that fears the Lord. That means that everyone that trusts in God. Bless. Bless means empowered to prosper. May you be empowered to prosper. Amen. Thou walketh in his ways. Thou shalt eat of the labor of your hands. Amen. You will not plan for another to eat. You will enjoy it. Amen. And you give some to others. Amen. Thou shalt eat the labor of thy hands. I said thou shalt eat the labor of thy hands. Amen. Say, I shall eat the labor of my hands. Happy shall that be means that good happiness will come to you. And it shall be well with thee. Isaiah 3.10 says, say to the righteous, it shall be well with thee. Point to somebody and say, it shall be well with you. And point to yourself and say, I. I. Mention your name. I. Jonathan Ekuba. It shall be well with me. Shall and say, it is well with me. It is well, it is well with my home. 
It's well with my family. It's well with my marriage. It's well with my business. It's well with my education. It is well. It is well. It is well. It is well. Oh. Let these things be in your mind. Verse number three. Verse number three. Thy wife shall be as a fruitful vine by the side of thy house. Oh, I think some young person would have just given the Lord a dance and say, my wife will be a fruitful vine. You don't understand what this means. And your children shall be like olive plants round about your table. Amen. It means that you are not going to just get any kind of wife. You're going to get a solid wife. Amen. Lovely wife. Amen. Beautiful wife. Eh? Proverbs 31 wife. Amen. What is Proverbs 31 wife? The virtuous woman. Amen. Amen. A virtuous woman. A woman who knows how to clean. A woman who knows how to lay bed very well. Yes. A woman who knows how to wash, wash panties, all the white here. And then not you miss uh, white panties with yellow panties and green panties. You know, you know. Hello? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Our idea here, I can worry. Amen. Yeah. You can, when you come and say, Charlie, there's a woman in this house. Oh, darliness. That's why the house belongs to the women. Oh, you don't know? House don't belong to men, it belongs to the women. <laughs> Forgive me. <you. laughs> when I say it belongs to the women, it means that I mean they are the managers of the home. Yeah. yeah. When you go, you don't just go and take anything. You go to the fridge, you know, you just, say, you just take the soup there, you are fetching, you are fetching. Meanwhile, the soup there, your wife has planned that Charlie, this soup is for three days. She's managing. And you are bringing, you are, you are bringing your four friends. You didn't tell her. You have, you have taken the whole pot of soup. You have put it on the fire. And when your wife comes and says, Charlie, honey, she had, you know. And what, meanwhile, budget has not made for the next two days. So when you are, you are there, you must always consult if you want peace in the house. There must be what? Consultation. <laughs> this one is a free one. Amen. You have to ask. Can, can I take this? Even though it's your own money you give, you say, "Can I take some of this?" Yeah, can I take? <laughs> you ask them. Ask those who are married and who want peace in their home. <laughs> can I please take some of this? Can I please? And in doing that, too, you are honoring the person. Is that right? Yeah, you're honoring her. You don't, 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 you don't have to treat your partner like a, she, she's a rag or something. You know, you got you to respect your partner. Eh? Yeah, you got to respect your partner and treat your partner well. Amen. That's how come. It doesn't mean you are perfect. You, you rob your partner the wrong way sometimes. But as much as possible, don't be somebody who wants to be abrasive and rough on women. You are, you are not a good guy. And a, a woman too must be caring and loving and submissive. One of the key things, submission. If you are not ready to submit, don't attempt to marry. Just stay or somewhere and decide that you'll be a single woman. If you want to marry, you must learn to take instruction. When they say, sit down, say, okay, I'll sit down, but give me a reason. Let me, let me understand the city. Yeah, yeah, but don't, don't, don't fight. Don't, don't fight. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's true. For there to be peace. Amen. Yeah, you have to learn. You have to learn. You know, 
If you are not ready to respect a man, a man, never marry a man you don't respect. Never marry a man you never are willing to submit to. No. You destroy yourself, you destroy somebody's child. You make somebody unhappy and you make yourself unhappy. Yeah. It's a whole message. Yeah, it's a whole message. That's why I don't, I mean, I don't, I don't try to get close to some people who don't respect me. If I know you don't respect me, you don't value me, you don't know. The best, hello, hi, hello, hi. It's a hi, bye. Hi, bye. After all, that's a, yeah, yeah. People must gain access, they must earn access to you. And they must, they, when they come to you, they must know that, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a privilege you've given to them to have access to your life. So if they don't regard what you are giving to them, then don't, don't give it to them. That's all. Let them stay. Hello, hello. We all do like that. Hi, bye. And then we're going. You know. But when you are relating, there must be true relationship. Amen. Amen. Yeah. yeah. Me, me, I like love relationship. Love me, I love you well. Uh, then we are flowing. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Life shall be a fruitful by the side. Best four. Best four. Bible says that but this is what will happen to the one who fears God. And verse 5. The Bible says, verse 5. The Lord shall bless you out of Zion. From the house of God, you'll be blessed. Amen. But in from the house of God, you have your wedding. Amen. You dedicate your children. Amen. Uh, you dedicate your nice four-wheeler. Amen. Uh, and then you wear your shade. Your wife is wearing the shade. Amen. You decorate the back of your car with your children. Amen. You say, oh Lord. Look at what you have done yes. unto us. Amen. Is that right? Yes. Then one day as you get into your house and they bring your kofi, baden, kofi, nyama, kofi, fifi, fifi, li, nyama. Yeah, I've conjugated your name. Yeah. And then your name is on ECG and Ghana Water Company and DSTV. Amen. Something. And yeah, then you know that. It is God. That's why he said, the Lord shall bless you out of Zion. Amen. And you shall see the good of Jerusalem all the days of thy life. Amen. And I like the verse number six. You, you shall see your children's Oh, the way you said you, some of you don't believe it. Amen. Alright, if they don't believe it, I'm saying it for you. You shall see your children's children. Amen. Yeah. Your children's children. Maybe next year by now you have seen your child. And you leave your children, children. Yeah, we call it, yeah, we call it Chairman's son. Uh, we we'll call him Mac Chairman. Mac Chairman. Yeah, Mac Chairman. The son of Chairman. Hallelujah. Are you following? Yeah, Chairman, but Chairman, but Chairman, This day we have in Shraba, and so you be Chairman, Amen. Are you blessed, somebody? Yes. Tell somebody, God is good. First yes. John 5, 4 and 5. Whatsoever is born of God overcomes the world. Tell someone, I'm an overcome of the world. First John 5, 4 and 5. Whatsoever is born of God. Are you born of God? Yes. The Bible says, whatsoever is born of God, what? Overcomes the world. And this is the victory that overcomes the world. Even what? Our faith. Amen. So your faith in God makes you an overcomer. It means you may be down, but you are coming up. Amen. You are winning over every situation. Amen. In your family, when nobody has gone to Kotoka and travel outside, you are going to go. Amen. You will go and come. 
You'll be holding dollars. Some of you will be so surprised that you'll be holding $100 bills. See, the watt. You know, sometimes we have five CD watts. Five CD watts is what? Four. Five hundred. Hundred CD watts is? Eh? Is thousand. You'll be holding 50 CD watts. Eh? That's what? Five thousand. Then you'll be holding hundred dollar watts. Hundred dollar watts. Oh, you can you can say look at you, you can hear. What is hundred dollar watts? How much is that? Eh? Now ten thousand to me can ten thousand to a year, which is only fifty uh, just around and yeah around fifty thousand. You will be having it. Amen. Amen. Yeah. I've seen people when they, they, they open their this and, and I, I went to somebody's office when he pulled his drawer. I said, No, hey. hey, I was surprised. Money be this. No money. I mean, that, that's money, money, money. That guy, he's what? Like this. Package, package, properly. Yeah. And I know somebody, his house. He has money, I mean, hidden in various corners, apart from the one at the bank. So anytime he needs this one here, this one here, that shall be your portion. In the name of the Lord Jesus. You are changing the status quo of your family. You didn't hear me say you are changing the status quo of your family. If people were working in your family minus you, you are going to have your cars, you are going to build houses. Amen. You own companies. Amen. You will marry. Amen. You will have your children. Amen. You will serve God. Amen. You will live for the Lord. Amen. It shall be well with you. Amen. You you enjoy uncommon favor Amen. and experience greater works. Amen. The Lord God Almighty is putting His hand into your hand Amen. to lead you every step the way. Amen. He's bringing you a butler Amen. who recommend you to your Pharaoh. And arrow the arrows and hairs to lift up your hands. Amen. He will bring to you people like the Memukans, those who have the hearing of the king, Amen. that when they speak, the king will act. Amen. God is bringing special people your way. Amen. He's causing doors that were close to you that you are struggling to open. The doors will open of their own accord Amen. with ease in the name of Jesus. Amen. Whatever you lost, God is causing a replacement to you. Amen. No Adonijah is going to take over your chair. As, 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 as the Lord God fought for Solomon and he, to, he, he got his chair, so shall you get your chair. Amen. So shall you sit on your throne. Amen. Like Queen Esther, you shall be remembered. Amen. You shall be loved. Amen. And you shall receive favor and grace over your life. Amen. Like Mordecai, you will be remembered Amen. and rewarded. Amen. Every service of yours the Lord remember you. Amen. The Lord reward you. Amen. Like Rachel, whose prayer was heard, and the Lord opened her womb. May the Lord hear your prayer. Amen. May the Lord hear your prayer. Uncommon breakthroughs come your way. May God be the lifter up of your head. In the name of the Lord Jesus. May your eyes see glorious things. May your hand that is lifted up be declared as the champion over every challenger and every challenging situation. In the name of the Lord Jesus, 
May what they said was impossible. May God make it possible for you. May you take steps onto your higher ground. In the name of Jesus. May your tears be wiped away. May God put laughter in your mouth. And a new song upon your tongue. Those who look down at you. May they look up to you. From today may they look up to you. In the name of Jesus. Those who, to, who spoke evil against you. May their Lord cause their heads to be bowed down. May any lion that was sent to eat what is yours, may they lose their appetite. And may their teeth come out. May the paws of bears, may they become wicked. Any evil hand that is extended against you, may those hands wither. 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 I speak as a prophet of the living God and I command every satanic hand to wither now in the name of Jesus. Any altar, any satanic altar they took your name to, your business to, Paruna Shonamayaba, we command the fire of God to consume those altars. Consume them now. May they burn into ashes now. Burn to 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 ashes now. In the name of Jesus. Wherever they mention your name for evil, to pierce you with something. May Jesus appear. May Jesus appear. May fire consume them. When they sit in tables, we overturn their tables. And overrule their rulings. We overturn their tables. And overrule their rulings. In the name of Jesus. Whatever they meant for evil, may the Lord turn it around for your good. Today I speak speedy promotion for you. Speedy promotion for you. Whatever has delayed in your life, in a good thing, may the Lord speed it up for you. All your years of pain, may the Lord turn them into pleasure. From today, as a new creation, in the name of Jesus. When you touch sun, let it become gold dust. When you touch sun, let it become diamond crystal. May your salary today become your tithe tomorrow. Amen. May your income today become your, sal- your tithe tomorrow. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. I prophesy the blessings of multiplication. Amen. May your houses multiply. Amen. May your businesses multiply. Amen. May your joy multiply. Amen. May your love multiply. Amen. May your strength multiply. Amen. May your peace multiply. Amen. May your lands multiply. Amen. May your favor multiply. I decree multiplication. Receive blessings of multiplication in the name of Jesus. Receive the blessings of the breast, the blessings of comfort. Where you cry, be comforted. Receive consolation. And may your life be a delightsome life. Receive delight. Receive delight. Receive delight in the name of Jesus. May God give you the blessings of the heavens. Receive spiritual gifts. Spiritual gifts. The gifts of the spirit, Amen. word of knowledge, word of wisdom, design of spirits, gifts of miracles, gifts of miracles in the name of Jesus, gifts of faith, gifts of prophecies, and receive the, the blessings of the deep, long lasting wealth. Amen. Receive long lasting wealth in the name of Jesus. Every interview you attend, may you be on top. May you be on top. May it be well with you. 
because of you, may your family become a special family. May you be a soul winner. May you be fruitful. We banish every spirit of premature death. We curse it out of your life. Out of your family. As you have begun the year, may you finish. As your family has begun the year, may every family member finish. The year in the name of Jesus. As we are here like this, in 2019, so shall we meet again in 2020. With a much better life. In the name of Jesus. The Lord show you uncommon joy. Uncommon grace. Uncommon peace. Uncommon promotion. In Jesus' name.